Welcome, Wildcats, to a special uh, Friday night edition of Weber State Weekly. Uh, we had early signing day for Weber State Volleyball this week, so we thought, well, let's talk a little bit about it. So I'm um, joined here by Jessica Euler, who's a avid volleyball fan up at Weber State. We've had her on before to talk about volleyball. So, Jessica, glad to have you on Weber State Weekly to chat, chat a little bit about uh, signing going on up at Weber State. Awesome. Excited to be here. Super excited to have our new class of recruits and we're sadly letting grill of a few seniors tomorrow. Certainly the case, uh, as if you've been following Weber State Volleyball, you know that tomorrow is senior night, uh, senior afternoon, but really it's senior night. And so uh, Wildcats will be sending off uh, some some Hallmark players uh, in the program. And so we'll be talking a little bit about that, but we're going to talk about some of the recruits that maybe be trying to fill their shoes. And uh, what better way to do that than talk to head coach Jeremiah Larson. So we're going to bring in head coach Jeremiah Larson to talk a little bit about uh, the recruiting process uh, with volleyball because it's a it's a balancing act and then uh talk to us a little bit about how things have been going and kind of what gets him most excited so we want to welcome head coach uh for weber state volleyball jeremiah larson um who's been on the mend lately Maya, how you doing man thanks for coming on weber state weekly i'm doing well man appreciate having me yeah, man, we always appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. We know you're a busy man. And like we said, been on the men from recent surgery. So hope you're getting well soon. Um, but yeah, so Maya, we want to jump right into this and, and talk a little bit about the recruiting process because you're a busy guy uh, and high school volleyball happens at the same time as college volleyball. And so the first question we wanted to pose to you, man, is like, do you balance the recruiting, the coaching? Because obviously it's it's go time for you. You prepare all year for this season, trying to get ready for, you know, which would hopefully be a, a run through the conference tournament and maybe beyond into the NCAA tournament. But you're also trying to look to the future with the high school get matches that are going on across the state and sometimes across the country. Maya, how do you balance those two things? <laughs> sometimes pretty poorly, I think. I don't know, but I think... Uh... We're, we're, I'm pretty fortunate. Kayla Morgan does a wonderful job keeping track of kids for me. Um, she's like my filter. So the kids that, I mean, we get emails. I mean, I, have, I probably have 40 emails in my email box from the last three days from recruits that are trying to get in touch with us and figure out if we're can be on, they can be on our radar. And then um, to be honest, a lot of our evaluations of kids happen happens during our off season, during club season. Um, club is a big deal for us. Mm -hmm. We go to national qualifiers and probably evaluate anywhere between, I mean, Kayla works pretty hard. It's around 150 to 200 people every tournament, you know, and, and from those 200 people, maybe there's six or seven kids that we really can get in on, you know, but we're evaluating kids that have emailed us um, also trying to find new kids that maybe fit our mold and, and go into areas that not just Utah, but outside the state and then high school volleyball. When we're, when we go see high school kids, that's mostly just trying to keep tabs on kids that we already have a gauge on that we've evaluated through club season. So there's a lot of times we practice and then we'll Kayla and I jump on, jump in our cars and go to high school games and, and just kind of keep tabs of either kids that we've committed we're kids that we've um that we're trying to recruit and trying to commit and so it's a lot of just showing face and making sure they know that we're there for them and and it's all at the end of the day recruiting is all about relationships and making sure they feel comfortable with us and and that it's their home and it's not just a good deal for us but also a good deal for them 
Yeah, I imagine that, you know, determining fit and trying to figure out who uh, would fit within the culture that you've built up at Weber State, but then also making sure that their goals align with your goals when it comes to volleyball, because obviously they're a student, they want to they want to get a degree and they want to move on with life. But you also want to make sure that they're trying to achieve the same things that you are, which are conference championship and beyond. Yeah. And finding kids with the right work ethic. I mean, we have wonderful examples in these seniors that we're graduating of what quality work ethic can do for you in our program, that they can, they can achieve goals that maybe they never thought they would. I mean, Ryland is a good example of that, someone who he helped get to be an American and Danny Nay and all them. And so Ashlyn, all-time leading assist leader kind of stuff. And if you're willing to work hard here, we can help you kind of reach your goals and that you want to set, whether it be training with a national team like Andy Hale did a couple of years ago, or, or just being all conference kids and being all Americans. Yeah. Cause like you said, I think you posted today, uh, there was a, there was a piece on um, senior middle blocker, Sam Sheese, local product uh, from Bonneville high school. Um, and you noted that, you know, somebody said that she, I think in the piece that talked about her, she kind of got lucky and you noted that like, well, luck finds people that work hard. That's right. And she, that kid's a great example of, someone who just worked her tail off and she, it's not luck that she's become this successful. It's, it's a lot of hard work as, as it was with Megan Knighting and Hannah Hilde Young and Aubrey Saunders and Katie Irwin and all those kids that have come before them. It's, they were successful because of the work they put into it. Certainly. So this week, yeah, this week we signed four recruits, all of them from the state of Utah. And two of those folks were all Americans. So is Utah a hotbed of volleyball recruiting uh tell us about what the scene typically looks like in utah or what tell us a little bit about these four yeah um the scene in utah is really good i mean a lot of a lot of quality programs come in here and try to try to get kids out of utah i mean inside our state for this recruiting class i think there's a kid that's going to Notre dame last year there's a kid that went to wisconsin i mean so so yeah there's a lot of really good volleyball here i think in the women's sport and I don't want to like speak for other sports in the state of Utah, but for sure it's one of the premier sports and in the country too. I mean, a lot of people don't know that women's volleyball is the most participated sport in the entire country for women. Mm. Um, It's more than basketball by a lot more than softball, more than, so the pool of candidates that we get to go evaluate, I mean, there's a large pool and in Utah, it's a very, it's very high end. I mean, there's, there's, it's not a surprise that BYU and Utah compete every year in the top 25. And it's because of the type of kids that are developed here in the state of Utah. So we're in the middle of some really nice volleyball. Um, and so that really, if kids want to stay in the state of Utah, you, Weber state's a nice place to come. And, and we've developed a program where people from Utah who want to be successful, want to come to. That's awesome. Have you gotten to the point yet where you have to stop telling people where you Weber state is and they just know where we are when you go out on the road? (laughs) Sometimes. I mean, I I get more of, is it Weber or Weber? You know, that's kind of, but but, um, most people know we're, we're in Utah. I mean, if you're, if you have a dad that follows basketball, I mean, it's people know who Damien is Damien Lillard. And so, so a lot of people know where Weber State is. Sometimes they don't know how to pronounce it or know exactly where Weber is. Maybe it's in Ogden. They think maybe it's in Salt Lake or in Logan. Sometimes we get it mixed up with Utah State, and I got to remind them, yeah, it's not. But um, people are starting to know. 
in the West. We're getting into the Midwest a little bit more with some kids and, and, and kind of getting our name out there and help them understand it's a good place to be. Awesome. Uh, certainly is a good place to be. And like you noted, Maya, I mean, a lot of success with volleyball players in the state of Utah last season in the spring, Utah ended up sending four teams to the NCAA tournament. And that doesn't happen with an awful lot of homegrown talent along with recruiting. So I think you're right. Hotbed quality volleyball being played at the high school and club levels here in the state of Utah. And it's now bleeding up and, or has been for a long time into the the college programs and helping them to continue to see success. And Weber state getting in on some of that with like Jessica noted four signees in the uh, early signing period this week. So Maya, we wanted to talk a little bit about some of these signees because now it's all, it's all official and uh, they have signed their letters of intent. And so uh, looking forward to seeing some of them on the court, but I want to start very first with a familiar name, uh, Nighting. Ashley Nighting will be making the trip up from Pleasant Grove High School to join Wildcats uh, as uh, her two sisters before her had. This will be the third Nighting that you've had the chance to coach. Um, talk to us a little bit about what she brings that's unique to Utah that maybe her, her sisters didn't or if it's a similar thing that her sisters brought. What what does she bring with her when she makes the trip up to Ogden from Pleasant Grove? Well, I think first off, they, they play a different position. Megan was primary in middle when she was in high school and we converted her to a right side hitter. Um, Ashley's been an outside hitter from the moment I saw her when she was in eighth grade and, and we had tabs on her for a long time. Um, and so, um, we got in on her pretty early and, and offered her and, and we sat and then we sat and we sat and we got nervous and we sat and we got more nervous and, and she's not like the most chatty kid in the world. She's a lot like her sister in a lot of ways in terms of, um, she's not going to talk your ear off, you know? And so like a lot of times I'm like, you got to tell me how you're really feeling about us, you know? And, and honestly it was, she gave me a text when she gave me a text on my anniversary. Hey, can we have a phone conversation? And that, that either means yay or oh crap, here we go. And so she told me on my anniversary and committed verbally. And I was like, hey, that's the best anniversary present I could ask for, you know? And so no dig Casey, no dig. But I mean, it was a good day. Like I was excited that we, we committed her cause she's a really athletic kid. I mean, she's touching probably around 10 feet, two inches. Um, yeah. She, she has a little bit of, room to grow when it comes to her ball control. Um, but she has a lot of the intangibles that kids we look for have like Danny Nay and who can hit with a lot of range and is super physical. But the thing that I always love about her and much like Megan was before her is just, she has a passion for the game of volleyball. Like she loves to play and she plays really hard. And so that's a huge thing for us. I mean, we've had a lot of success with kids that, that just come in and play hard and want to be successful. And I think that's something that she wants to be. And, and you can see it when she plays, she plays with a lot of, well, you can tell she loves it and you can tell she has a passion for the game. Yeah. I think maybe if I stand on top of Colby's shoulders, we can get close <laughs> to that. But that's about as we'll be able to do that. <laughs> Um, so one of our other recruits, Sane Katoa, she's six one. It looks like she has about 10 foot. She's hitting as well. Um, two and a half kills per set. What impressed you most about her career at Woods Cross? So Sane is a funny story. Um, we started talking to her pretty early and she, she has a very popular Polynesian last name, you know? And so I played with a kid named Lynn Katoa and I came to find out that was her uncle. 
when I was in high school. And so, um, so we got connected through that a little bit and, um, she's just a, she's just the most down to earth home, like just great kid. Um, when you talk to her, she reminded us a lot of Ashlyn power and the way she's just very humble and she's just, um, she's just all about her team. And then you watch her play and you realize this kid hasn't even tapped her athleticism. Like she's very athletic and she can be way more athletic and more dynamic. She has a great arm. She's fast. She plays the middle blocker position. Um, she moves pretty good, pretty good laterally. Um, that's something she'll need to get a little bit better at, but, but she's, she's just about creating better movement patterns that make her a little more dynamic and quick. And when she, she came to camp for a little bit this summer and it was amazing what she was able to do with just a little bit of coaching. And so we're excited about her and her athleticism and what she's going to become. I don't think she's, she's the probably one of the more raw kids that we committed in that class. And that kind of says something about the other three kids in our, in our program and that we recruited and committed because by no straight, by no means is she like raw. And so she's a very good, she's going to be a very good volleyball player. And I, th I expect her to come in and compete for that middle blocker position really quick. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, we got two more for you, Maya. We wanted to get your thoughts on before we move on to a player interview with uh, Brielle Rickard. Um, want to talk about 2021 AVCA All-American setter Rose Moore. She's coming out of Sky Ridge High School down in Lehigh. Has had a ton of success already. Uh, Wildcats will be losing senior setter Ashlyn Power. Um, she's the all-time program leader in assists. I mean, and now all-time Big Sky um, uh, leader in sets played, I believe, as well. And so... Rose is the kind of player that could sounds like could make an immediate impact on the squad. Talk to us a little bit about what has you most excited with uh, recruiting a, a player of Rose's caliber. Yeah. I mean, she comes from the same high school as Kate Staniford, um, who's okay. Ashland's backup. You know, they both came from Sky Ridge high school coached by Deanna Meyer out there who I'm very familiar with. I coached with her when I came out of BYU and started my first head coaching or my first assistant coaching job. I coached with Deanna and I've known Rose for a long time. Also, like, I did some camps down at Sky Ridge when I was recruiting um, Kate and she was there and I played with Kate Rose's uncle, her, her uncle at BYU. And so I know that family. Um, she's, she's a fun kid. She's a little odd at times. She's kind of quirky, but man, I love that kid to death. She's fun and she has a great personality and she's really has a great desire. And she's just a kid that you don't normally see in a big sky school. You know, she's, Six, she's a six one, six two setter, touches about 10 feet, two inches, has a wonderful touch on the ball. Um, we're going to have to increase her foot speed just a little bit to be able to get to some balls that are not exactly perfect passes. So she has some, so she needs some work there and also her ability to locate completely out of system. But she has all the, the tools to get her there where she just needs the reps and, and the training to get there. So we're excited about her. I mean, I mean, to when she committed to us, it was a big deal. She was getting recruited by some really nice top 25 programs at, t at the time. And, and so I think, um, I think it's a huge get for us and, but she's going to have to compete. Kate Staniford's doing a wonderful job back yeah. in the bathroom this year. And yeah, it's gonna be, is, I think she can make an impact, but who knows? Because I think Kate's really good and it's going to be a really good competition between the two. And what we know about competition in our gym is it only makes everybody better. And so, and she's, and she's ready to compete just like Kate is. And, and so we're excited about seeing how that kind of folds out and through the next four years. 
Jessica, <laughs> what skill set she's bringing to the team. Rail's a, a fun interviewing her. She's pretty quiet. So I hope, I hope she does <laughs> a, up a little bit. Um, if you follow her on Instagram, apparently her, her nickname is Becky. So if you want to ever get, if you want to get her eyes out of her, just call her Becky a couple of times. So there you go. We'll give you some hints on how to get her to open up a little bit, but, but Brielle is an athletic, athletic volleyball player. I mean, it's pretty rare for me to be able to commit a kid that can get her whole head over the top of the net. And, um, to be perfectly honest, she's probably around 10, four and a 10, three, and she can fly. And she, she's only gotten better from the time I watched her. I mean, we were on her about a year and a half ago and we thought she was pretty good. And all she's done is just everything we thought she'd be in by the time she gets out of high school. So, I mean, she's athletic, she's fast. She has a, a wonderful motor. Like she just really works hard whenever we're around her. Um, we think she's going to be a nice middle blocker. Um, we are hoping to transition her to the right side after Emma Mangum um, leads our program. Um, so that's kind of the, the plan that we have for her. Um, she has a big, powerful arm, but the thing that sets her apart that we absolutely loved is her no nonsense way of just playing volleyball. Like you can tell she, when she's playing, she means business and, and she goes out there and competes at a really high level against whoever she's playing against. And she's very competitive and wants to compete and win and be the best she can be. And so we feel pretty fortunate to get all four of these. And for sure, we're fortunate. To, we feel fortunate that we got Brielle um, and, and sometimes a little bit of luck with all four of them. But um, for sure, these four kids are more the athletic kids that I've ever brought in before. Their athleticism is pretty impressive. Um, but at the same time, as we've seen with the kids that are in our program, it's not about athleticism. It's about heart and desire. And we think these kids have those, those traits to be dedicated towards, um, things that are bigger than themselves, which is the state of Weber state volleyball and winning championships. And so all four of these kids, I think have that selfless, um, attribute about them. Yeah. Well, Coach uh, Jeremiah Larson, want to thank you for taking a little bit of time tonight to chat with us here on Weber State Weekly about this early signing period recruiting class. Like we said, uh, really dynamite recruits coming into the volleyball program, sort of restocking the the cupboard and continuing a winning tradition that you've built up in up in Ogden uh, and at Club Swenson. So, looking forward to seeing these recruits come in and get an opportunity to play in the fall. Um, if you don't know, sit like uh, Coach Jeremiah Larson noted earlier, Wildcats will be enjoying senior night on Saturday night. So, uh, well, really Saturday afternoon. So make sure to find your way up to club Swenson at 2 PM on Saturday, tomorrow. And, uh, and wish those ladies well, they will be playing in the conference tournament, uh, which will be hosted in Ogden this year, but, uh, the last chance to see them play in the regular season. So get your chance, get, get up there, get your tickets and, uh, take it all in because it's a rare opportunity that we have right now. This is a good club that coach Jeremiah Larson has put together. Yeah, there's, they're for sure special. And I get emotional just thinking about 
what they've done with this program at Weber State. And so, yeah, come early because we're going to start, have to start early to get there before game time. But um, I'd, I'd love to see a sold out crowd sending these guys off the way it should be. Hashtag sell out Swenson. And of course, always hashtag a state. You want to see it. It'll be there for you folks. In your, in your, you guys have created it and it's, it's rolling. It's rolling. You guys made it easy. So many aces all the time. Flip them over the balcony. Let's go. <laughs> Coach Jeremiah Larson, thanks so much for taking some time. Like we said, I really appreciate you um, and, um, and all that you do. And uh, like we said, wish you the best as you continue to mend from your recent surgery. I appreciate it. You guys are awesome. And thanks for taking the time. Always. Thank you. All right. Uh, appreciate Coach Jeremiah Larson coming on Weber State Weekly. Now we are going to bring in, like we said, one of these new recruits who we just talked about. We are welcoming now. Um middle blocker and also uh they listed you as an opposite brielle rickard brielle thanks so much for coming on weber state weekly to chat with us a little bit about your recruitment and just your commitment to weber state yeah thank you so much yeah we're really excited uh for you to make the trip up to ogden uh like like we noted uh you're coming up from let me just make sure i get this right you're coming up from orem right mm-hmm. so not too far away but still enough uh you know i, I used to live in pleasant grove and so it's um it's, not, it's a little bit of a drive to make it to Ogden, but um, Brielle, we want to start the conversation a little bit with uh, talking a little bit about you and your career. Um, you were part of a team that won the 2025A Utah State Championship. I uh, wondered if you talked to us a little bit about the, that group and kind of what helped you all win, you know, the, the ultimate prize for you as a high school football or a high school volleyball team state championship. Yeah, I mean, last year... And this year, too. I just love my high school team. We had a great season last year. We had some really good seniors, but and we have a lot of underclassmen, too, that just all played such a good part. And I think the whole season was just so fun. And ending up winning state was the best experience. It was like the best energy. So exciting. And so, yeah, I just love my high school team and it's really fun. Awesome. Uh, so you were heavily recruited by a lot of top programs. And after sifting through all that, you chose to come to Weber State. So what appealed to you the most about our program and what we got going on here? And why did you choose Weber, Brielle? Um, I especially one thing I really love is the coaches. They are just great people. And I love from what I've seen, the coaching style and everything just seems like a really good program. And, um, we got to come up on a visit. All the girls seemed so awesome and so fun. And I think it'll be nice to be pretty close to home, but still, um, getting out a little bit. And I just think it was a really good fit for me. So yeah, I'm glad that I could make that decision. Awesome. And do you know what you're majoring in yet? I'm not sure yet. I've thought about elementary education, so I might do that. Um, I'm doing like an internship this year, next semester. So we'll see, but could change anytime. I'm not really sure. 
Awesome. I love it. We did just get a chat from Dan who teaches in the education program. He's a faculty member there. So he's pretty excited about that potential. Of oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Dan uh, you know, teaches in the College of Education, uh, Family Studies. Super good guy to know, but um, plenty of time for you to make a decision, Brielle. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just barely coming in. I mean, probably not not even yet have graduated from high school. So plenty of time to, yes. to make that decision and, you know, and of, of course, get ready to play volleyball up at Weaver State and Club Swain. So now we wanted to ask you a little bit about, we talked about your, your time playing for the 5A state championship, which is a thing. And then of course, being heavily recruited and ended up choosing Ogden. Um, really, really appreciate you choosing that and continuing what we think is, you know, like what Jeremiah, Coach Jeremiah Larson has built in Ogden, a winning tradition now, currently reigning conference champions. Um, but let's talk a little bit about you and your your stats as a as a high school player. Uh, you averaged 434 in your career in high school, your hit percentage. That number's in the stratosphere, man. <laughs> like that number is just insane. Uh, so talk just a little bit about what helped you achieve such a high hit percentage. You know, like, is it, is it coaching? Was it, I mean, talk to us about your preparation. How do you hit 434 in your career as a high school player? Um, well, it definitely took the whole team. We had to run the middle. You have to have a lot of good passes. And so our passers were amazing this season and also our setter, um, she was my setter during this last club season too. So we just, our connection got really good after a whole club season Yeah. or last high school season and then a club season. So it's been just like a whole year of playing together nonstop. So I think we just got really connected and yeah. I think you're right. Uh, chemistry makes obviously a huge difference in having that extra time playing club as well as playing at the high school level, which I think is maybe a little bit different than some other sports uh, in Utah. You know what people think about football and maybe you're going to camps, but really you know, when, you're, when you're in high school and you're playing just in the high school level, but with volleyball, it's a little different. You're playing at your high school team. You're also playing at the club team. So it gives you the opportunity to play with other players and you were able to build up a, a good, a good relationship with the setter and man, uh, that paid huge dividends for you as a, as a senior, well, I guess all throughout your career. Mm-hmm. And just like Colby said, you did play a lot at the club level and you played 284 sets in high school. So what's your routine? What's it look like getting ready, playing volleyball? It sounds like just about almost every day and haven't been able to balance playing all of those sets and staying healthy and productive as a player. Um, yeah, we would, I mean, high school season, it just ended last week. And so we have club season starting next week. So this is just kind of the week in between, but before this, we practice every single day and after school, but I mean, we just kind of all have to keep everything balanced and before games, we just, we listen to music together. We kind of try to do the same things before every game to stay focused and kind of for our superstitions to just kinda do the same thing. So I definitely feel that I, I'm, I'm a really superstitious person. I'm not, I'm like, I don't know if you've ever seen silver linings playbook where the dad is like, Oh, we're losing the game now. Go, go back and sit on that seat. Yeah. We were doing good when you sat. In that, seat. <laughs> that guy is totally me. I'm that guy. 100%, yeah. So I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. But let's get back. I got one more question for you, Brielle, before we let you go here tonight. 
like you noted, uh, you, you run the middle, you you play middle blocker for the most part, uh, and your blocking ability is pretty elite. You ended up with 203 blocks in your career. I wanted to ask if that's a skill that you sort of had coming in is just something that you were naturally good at. And so you you gravitated toward that or was it something that you worked on. Talk to us a little bit about your your blocking ability and kind of how it's evolved over time for you as a player. Um, blocking has definitely been something I've had to work on and that I still need to work on. Sure. But I think throughout the season, I definitely think at least this year, my senior year, it got better throughout the season. And we did a lot of kind of position trainings at our practices where the blockers would go with one of our coaches and we would just work on blocking. So I think that helped a lot, but yeah, I think still working on that, but yeah, I hope it gets better. I mean, it's already pretty good, but like you said, there's always an opportunity to continue to grow in a skill set like that. And you're in good hands with coach Jeremiah Larson and his team. They've obviously coached up a lot of really good players to an all American level at the collegiate level. And so you're in good hands. You'll have a good opportunity and plenty of time to continue to work on those skills that you've already uh, developed at the high school and club levels. Yes, exactly. It's exciting. <laughs> Jessica, any other questions for Brielle before we let her go tonight? I am just so excited to have you here and to see you play next season. And thanks for choosing Weber and good luck in your club season. Me too. Thank you so much. Gabrielle, I want to thank you as well for taking a little bit of time to chat with us here on Weber State Weekly. Can't wait to see you um, putting on the purple and white and uh, getting up to Club Swenson and making an impact. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much. Have a good night. You too. All right, Wildcat fans, that was Brielle Rickard, who uh, signed with the Wildcats this week uh, and became um, one of the four signees in the early signing period. And so really appreciate her taking a little bit of time to chat with us here on Weber State Weekly. Um, now, Jessica, I wanted to give us a little bit of opportunity. We've, we've talked through some of the, some of these players. Um, we, we were able to go through each of them in line with coach Jeremiah Larson and talk about kind of, you know, what each of them brings to Weber state. And so any other takes, any other things that have you kind of excited about this group, anything that kind of sticks out to you as we kind of wrap up this regular season of volleyball and get ready for now the, the conference tournament and maybe beyond. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm just excited that we continue to bring in these incredible recruiting classes. You know, we've seen over the last few years what this program can really grow into. We're not only excelling, but we're continuing to excel, right, to maintain this high level this year after everything that last year brought is fantastic. Um, I'm excited that we're hosting the tournament. I mean, yeah. what is it? We have 25 wins at home in a row now or something like that. So it, you know, speaking of superstition, I feel really good that throughout the rest of the tournament, we're sitting at home. So I am just really excited to see the recruiting class. I will be sad to see a few of these women leave, but I'm going to be a beach volleyball fan now. So yes, pretty excited about that. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, so if you didn't know, if you're not a person who scans Twitter very often, Brett Hine, a uh, beat writer for Weber State at the Standard Examiner noted, uh, I think today or yesterday, maybe yeah. today. 
that a couple of the the seniors that Jessica noted, a couple of these women who have really made an impact at Weber State will be having an opportunity to, to graduate transfer to some other universities and play beach volleyball for them in a, in a graduate season. And so their careers are not necessarily ending on Saturday or beyond, depending on how the conference tournament goes, but they will also have another season to play in uh, the, beach vol- the beach volleyball season. So congrats to those ladies on having the opportunity to continue playing and um, doing what they love and doing what they're really good at. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm super excited about it. And, you know, excited for the game tomorrow, midday. Everybody should totally come out. Tickets are still available. Let's send these seniors off well. <laughs> yeah, sell it out, man. I mean, the Swenson, Club Swenson is already, uh, it's an advantage in and of itself. But... Um, I mean, football's on the road. Uh, unless you're making the trip down to Cedar City, you've got no no excuse whatsoever to not go to Club Swenson tomorrow at 2 o'clock. If I were in Ogden, I'd be there too because, man, this is going to be a good match and uh, against a conference rival who will be leaving the conference after the season ends. And so, I mean, why not? Why not have the opportunity to play the, the T-Birds just one more time and send them to the WAC with an L? So love it, Jessica. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about with this class was the fact that, uh, like, like Maya noted in in the conversation we just had with him, um, some of the most athletic recruits that the Wildcats have ever seen. And I think part of that is due to the success and the in the 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 level that the program has become or reached under Maya's tutelage. And yeah. so at namely two AVCA all Americans have now recruited to Weber state. I don't know that that's ever happened. I mean, it feels like sort of like the football program just last year where they started to win some of these in-state battles for highly sought after kids. It feels like volleyball is at that level now too, where they're winning some of these in-state battles and getting some of these highly sought after recruits right here within the state of Utah to continue to make the program in Ogden better. I mean, thoughts on that? I mean, is that, do you think that's a trend that continues? Is this, I mean, is this sort of the coming of age for the Wildcats? How, how do you interpret that? Um, well, I, I don't want to get too excited and jinx anything, of course, but right. yeah, I think, I think that it's fantastic. I think you're exactly right that folks are starting to notice us that I think it's great that we had such, you know, a pretty dang fantastic off season where we played a lot of good teams that are out there. We're getting ourselves out there more. So more women will see us whenever they're recruiting. So yeah, I think this is just the start of something big and I don't plan on Maya leaving us anytime soon. So, and I really, what I like is how strategic we are that we're not turning over a whole set of girls, right? Like it's yeah. definitely going to be sad to lose three seniors at, you know, the end of, our route through the NCAA tournament, but we still have a very solid core of team. And I think that comes down to a lot of strategic recruiting of who's going to graduate when and what that looks like. So I think if we keep the culture of this team um, and, and you can hear from the girls we talked to today, just about how exciting it was to see the other girls and kind of the makeup of the team. And we've heard that as we've talked to others in the past. So I think as long as we have the culture and as long as we keep folks around that this is going to be exciting to watch for years to come. Yeah. Good points uh, because the Wildcats will be at the end of the season losing three, I guess, hallmark or keystone Mm -hmm. uh, seniors in Ashlyn power. Who's a setter middle blocker, Sam. She's who we talked about with Maya a little bit earlier and 
hitter, outside hitter Rylan Adams, um, who was an All-American in her own right. And so uh, really key pieces to the, I guess, ascension of Weber State Volleyball will, you know, as college sports do, folks graduate and they move on. Uh, and that's and that's the nature of it. But I think you're right that the coaching staff has put Weber State Volleyball in a place where they will hopefully continue to have success. We talked about the the success that Kate Stanford has had backing up Ashlyn Power and sort of, you know, learning from her and 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 the greatness that she has brought to Weber State and in, you know and especially at a conference level, right? And she's now the all-time leader in sets played at Weber State and in the conference. I think it was 514 was the number. Uh, now she has surpassed that. And so a lot, a lot for Kate to learn. And I think she's been doing the learning and putting in the work. And when she's gotten her opportunity to play, she's been really, really good. Um, so looking forward to kind of the, the passing of the torch. But I think, I think that the Wildcats are in good hands. And that's just one example of many. Right. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I'm super excited to close out the rest of the season, see how great we do. And um, it looks like it'll be a good one next year, too. Yeah. All right, Jessica, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Really appreciate you taking some time. And of course, thank you to Jeremiah Larson and uh, Brielle Rickard for talking to us here a little bit about the recruiting process and kind of what uh, what ultimately helped Brielle choose Weber State over a number of other highly uh, uh, high power and um, highly ranked programs. So really appreciate you, like I said, Jessica, taking the t- that time to uh, talk through some of these questions with us and um, provide Wildcat fans with a little bit more context on this volleyball team because we got a good one here in Ogden. Yeah, for sure. All right. I'll wrap this one up like I usually do, and I'll just say it. Weber State, Weber State. Great. Great, great. Go Wildcats. Oh!